Hello and welcome to Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Obonde and I am the host of this show. Thank you for joining us for today's pioneering podcast on overcoming anxiety and depression using coping mechanisms. This will be achieved by integrating faith-based and clinical approaches and exploring ways that anxiety can be minimized, managed, or eliminated. I will be explaining my approaches in detail in my subsequent podcasts. Welcome to today's episode 21. And uh, I'm happy to have my listening audience. So today I'm going to talk about engaging your school, your school-aged kids. For those parents, guardians, or caretakers that have kids, they can, you know, relate to. So there is a saying that an idle mind is the devil's workshop. How true is that? Do you believe in that statement? I do. An idle mind is a devil's workshop. So what do we do? We get children, school-age children, we get them meaningfully engaged so that when they're well-occupied doing the right thing, they will not have interferences from their peers. You know, uh, they will be able to resist peer pressure. So that's one good reason. We need to get them meaningfully engaged because an idle mind is a devil's workshop. If uh, if a mind is idle, there is uh, the tendency that um, the person may be misdirected to begin to do things, you know, just to fill the void an empty void, you know, just fill it up with something. They, they, they will crave for something in order to belong. So this is where a parent, a guardian, a caretaker comes in to redirect a child's mind so that they will be able to detect the counterfeit money from the real one. You know, there's a skill for that. Yeah, I know these days there's a machine that can, you know, you place the money, uh, paper notes on the machine and it detects which one is, uh, they can tell which one is counterfeit and which one is real. However, one can, you know, use their perception and uh, say this is the right thing to do, the right cause of action, the right kind of friendship circle. So if we equip the kids to do the right thing with the right tools, being at the right place at the right time, I think the, that statement of the mind, the mind that is idle, being a devil's workshop can be eliminated. So it's important for parents, guardians, caretakers to, you know, stand and fit in their, um, take up their roles and their duties towards their kids who are of, uh, of school age, 
especially. Right. A person that is not meaningfully engaged doing the right thing can be become a ready use tool, a ready to use tool for the for in the hands of the devil, you know, um, doing the wrong thing, you know, doing things that are not appropriate. That's that's true. That's correct. That's that's a, a person who is vulnerable, a person who is easily distracted. A person who goes after the wrong thing, who joins the wrong group, the wrong gang, because they want to belong, because they don't want to be seen as, um, I know they use um, too many term- terminologies these days to describe a child who, you know, does not belong to the main group. But a child who has been fully equipped, you know, to be know the right detect the right group and the wrong group can be able to you know resist any pressure put on them to do the wrong thing just to fill the void so it's very important parents support their kids guardians caretakers whoever is in charge of overseeing the child's welfare to help them you know, plan out their activities, structure their day. You know, you plan out what you want the child to do. You, you, you structure their day, help them. They need help. At some point, they can take over when they've uh, mastered, you know, what it is you want them to do. They can take over and be doing it themselves. And that gives them uh, some great... Uh, uh, amount of independence, you know, to uh, that's also skill for living, skills for living. So helping that child at the start, at the onset, you know, helping them, letting them know that it's important to structure their day so that they can, during their downtime, they will structure their day from the moment they wake up to the moment they sleep. All right. For a child who wakes up in the morning, who has a routine, wakes up in the morning, do the um, uh, hygiene, you know, breakfast within a certain time and be there right on time to either ride on the school bus or being dropped off by an adult, then as soon as the child goes um, to school, the child follows the school structure. At the end of the school day, the child comes home and still continue with the home structure, a structure that has been laid out by, you know, collectively by the child and the parent, the guardian or caretaker or whoever that takes care of the child. And then that child follows that routine, that structure from that point till bedtime. And that child goes to bed at the right time, that also eliminates, you know, if a child knows uh, that he or she goes to bed at the right time, that child will then um, tell their mind, adjust their mindset as to go to bed at that given time and not to exceed it. Anything beyond that time can result in uh, a child having difficulty in falling asleep, Difficulty staying asleep 
and difficulty on waking up. That child will drag their feet. The moment they see the daylight or the alarm goes off, they'll, you know, not want to do that. They'll want to sleep in more because they are not ready to face the day's challenges. The day, every day comes with challenges. And there are kids who, even adults, they dread to get up and follow and uh, embrace, uh, face the day's challenges. And for somebody who is battling with anxiety, that becomes a hard thing to do. So if a child knows how to structure their day, they go to bed at the right time, then when they wake up, they're fully refreshed. They're ready to, they're happy. They are looking forward, you know, motivated, energized to um, wake up and go and, and go out for, for the day and face whatever challenges they, they have coming their way. So that child is fully equipped because they are well organized from start, from the moment they wake up till the moment you know they set out to school and then back home, they still follow their structure. And during their downtime, they can put something like a fun time, something from their hobbies and interests. It's important. Uh, there's also this saying that says, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy or something like that. You know, that, that is, if you work, study, if, you, if a child studies, go to school, does his schoolwork, come back home, you know, homework, this and that, then goes back to sleep and not have a time designated for fun, that child will not be a well-rounded person. So there must be some kind of fun time. And that fun time could mean getting something from the hobbies, list of hobbies and interests. Maybe a child may be interested in art and craft. During that fun time, that child can do that. Or maybe um, drawing, um, uh, music, cooking, uh, puzzles, anything. Fun time that is meaningful. And then... It could be uh, that the fun time could also uh, mean a child has worked very hard and they decide, okay, during my fun time, I'm going to rewind, you know, watch a television program or listen to podcast or, you know, listen to music, something that I can do to rewind for the day and, you know, just take that time as a time to applaud myself and say, yeah. I've done very well today. So if a child is well-structured and they follow their structure, you know, that will be very good. If at all a child does not, you know, for any reason accomplish the tasks set out for the day, the child can also say, all right, I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to be uh, stressed, stressed out about what I did not achieve. Rather, let it be a learning curve. Let me say to myself, uh, I'm, I've done very well. First of all, applaud themselves for the much they've done, they've accomplished, and then carry over what they couldn't accomplish to the next day. So that motivates them. That makes them, gives them a sense of accountability. They're able to analyze themselves, evaluate what went right and what didn't go right. Um, that's also limit, uh, eliminates uh, 
they, you know, some people can flog themselves as never do well, whatever I set my mind to do, I don't achieve it, you know, that can remove that from them. And then refocus one's mind to say, okay, I failed in this. All right, tomorrow is another day. I'm going to make sure uh, that I um, get uh, the work done. I'm going to find ways, strategies to get it done. So that's a good thing. Let the uh, kids have a structure, a solid structure they can follow. Another thing that can help the kids being meaningfully engaged without becoming, uh, being vulnerable to uh, the devil and uh, being a devil's uh, workshop or advocate, you know, is having social outlets, you know, setting up, uh, you know, going with a family. It could be with a family. It could be with trusted group of friends, you know, and Give them a limited amount of time. They can go get it done and come back. But before you can do that, you've already trusted. Uh, it's a trusted relationship. So you can say, yeah, my child can you know, go amongst this uh, group of people or things like that. Then set up um, activities for them and also join in as a parent. As an adult, you know, if it is uh, any kind of activity you, you would want them to do, you know, do it jointly. You can help them. That motivates them as well. And that um, makes them know that um, the adults in their life are interested in their well-being. And that motivates them to go and get it done and get things right because they know that eyes are watching them. So it's important to let them, you know, have um, indoor and outdoor activities as well. Uh, making out time for them, you know, read to them. If you have young ones, make out time to read with them. They read to you. And um, make out time also to tell stories of your childhood as a parent because you had a childhood and uh, there are interesting things that happened in your childhood, you, you want to um, narrate to your kids, that, that's also good. That's a, a time of bonding. That's a time of, um, you know, learning things that they don't, they, they've never heard before. So learning new things, learning from your experience, learning from your past, that's important. Uh, make our time to take kids to the library. Library is a very good resource. You know, for any mind that reads all the time, that mind, you know, would not be uh, susceptible to uh, diseases. Uh, that's a, a mind that is alert mentally. A mind that will not um, be um, subject to things that will weaken that mind, like finding alternatives, you know, engaging the things in things that are not appropriate. So reading can stir up one's mind as to, you know, go do things that are right. When you read, you, are, you have a broad mind. When you read, you know, uh, it can enlighten your mood. When you read, you can know uh, good th stuff, 
things that need that will help one to progress. So reading is very very important. There's a whole lot of uh, benefits is, uh, from coming from reading for the person that reads, for the person that engages in in a research. It helps very well. So reading is a very powerful tool. Going to the library, you know, is a library is a great resource. So for parents, it's good to engage the kids. These days, you know, reading is becoming obsolete. Not many people want to read. It's uh, shots, um, uh, TikTok shots, uh, uh, Facebook. Everything shuts because the attention span is declining. So for a child who can read, who can find time to write, engage in uh, art and craft, uh, too many options out there. So you choose what works well for your child. And when a child is doing that and doing it frequently and consistently, it becomes their lifestyle and it's easily uh, done without fuss. And that child's mood is enhanced. So do something with your kids to help them not to become a devil's workshop whereby they will engage the, in things that uh, are not appropriate for their age or are not appropriate, not um, things that uh, the society would um, like or that, things that are not good enough for anyone. So engage them. And when you engage them meaningfully, you are keeping that kid from, you know, out of mischief. A child that is uh, well engaged in meaningful things will be kept out of mischief. That child is, you know, doing the right thing, being at the right place, at the right time, you know, being with the right group. Being a devil's workshop could imply, you know, handling substances. That's the thing, some of the things you can find in a devil's workshop. You know, it, a kid ha- handling substances, consuming substances. And those substances can impair their vision, change their person- personality. It's mind-altering. So... That's what you get from being in, dev- in a devil's workshop and being an idle mind. And uh, devil would want advocates. So if you want to keep your child out of mischief, engage them in a, a better platform, not in a devil's workshop. Because a lot of uh, evil things happens in a, goes on in a devil's workshop. So I would rather engage them in a better platform, a better workshop, and equip them with better tools and techniques, strategies to make them useful and uh, take, take up their places in the society. There are loads of opportunities for those who are well equipped. So go ahead and help your child to stay away from the devil's foolishness.